welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast with Kyle Krieger and Wilkie Law, where we're sharing inspiring stories of educators just like yourself, helping you to develop your craft and sharpen your tools to become the teacher your students deserve. This is the Value Adds Value podcast. Let's jump into this next episode. Good fam. Welcome back to Value Adds Value. My name is Kyle Krieger. Glad you could join us for this episode, uh, part two of our conversation with Carter Krueger about health and fitness and to start the year and the things we're going through. And it's been really nice to have a person like Carter um, in our lives to bounce things off of and just to bring us a fresh perspective. Um, I know Wilkie and I have both, you know, fought the health and fitness journey for a long time and, and gone through our ups and downs. Um, I'm particularly in kind of a down really over the last year, but uh, the perspective he brought me and he's bringing to other men is, I think, really helpful to to make sure that we're, our priorities are in line. So um, glad you're checking it out. Um, but like I said, we're thankful to Carter to have him be a friend and be giving us some advice and taking us on this journey. So we hope you enjoy this episode of Value as Value. Be sure to check out Carter, help Coach Carter on Instagram, and that's his website as well. And if you want to go give us a follow, it's Kyle Krieger at its.will.law.iii. And then our main Instagram is at Value as Value, or jump over to the ledproject.com to see all the work we're doing. So we hope you enjoy this episode of the Value as Value podcast. Yeah, that's solid. You know, and I think about that whole weight question because one of my good friends from college, he's a Dallas police officer now. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, he, you know, he's 5'11", about 265. Um, so visually, you'll look at me like, man, this guy's out of shape. But I guarantee you, you don't want to go to the gym with him. <laughs> I guarantee you, you know, because underneath what you're looking at, he's not fat. Like he only had like 11% body fat. Mm-hmm. When we were in college, you know, and I saw him recently, I think it was back in March or April. And he was like, yeah, you know, when I'm on my beat, you know, these little guys, they look at me and like, oh, this little, this little fat cop can't catch me. and can't do this. He goes, and then when I run them down, they're looking like, man, you're not even tired. He's like, you don't judge a book by its cover, you know, because he does work out. I mean, he's a 53 black belt. So, you know, the discipline of, and he was a super heavyweight champion kickboxer. So, you know, it wasn't like he was, you know, he big just for no reason. You know, he was a big guy and he transformed it into this machine that he's just learned to carry. So just aesthetically, you'd be like, oh, man, he's kind of big. You know, he's not going to be able to do this. But no, he will go get you, run you down, and probably out-jump most people that I know. Yeah. You know, but again, the measure, I think the measure for me has been so long, the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight, the weight. But when I lost the weight, it became not so much focused on the weight, but how, man, my back doesn't hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get these little nagging headaches. I'm not as fatigued, you know, going through the day. Like now I can, I, I feel the fatigue more than I did in April or March, March or April. Like I feel the fatigue now a lot faster, you know? And so doing the animals helped my body feel better, but I still feel fatigued, you know? So again, 
bicycle, get me some cardio in, you know, and I have no excuse. I live right next to a reservoir um, that's probably the length of like, what you say about maybe three or four football fields. Nice. Yeah, it's got to be a good quarter mile at least. Uh, yeah, at least. At least. So I could literally just go around that, you know, two or three times and get a good cardio blast in or go up and down the hills. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So, you know, it again, but again, consistency, 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 and, and sticking to your guns, you know. So I started buying stuff for myself that I know is going to help me with my workouts. You know, I bought little shorts for my bike. You know, I bought the jacket to wear when it's cold outside and I don't have to put on a big coat. I can just, you know, a little under armor that'll keep me warm. You know, I bought a hoodie that's not too big or too small that'll fit like a little scully that'll get, like I started purchasing those little things because those are like little investments. Mm -hmm. You know, so that when 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 I get in there, it's like, I don't have the excuse because that's what we, we become master excuses when it comes to health and fitness. I mean, we, we will make every excuse in a book. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, you know, I had to go do this. Oh, I stayed late at school. You know, oh, you know, we started this school year. Uh, we have a new math team. And so we were like, hey, everybody's like, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to do this. So we came up with this plan. It's like, let's do this challenge. Let's all do this together. And so we put it in. I think I did it the longest and I only did it for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, which was working out four days a week. Um, no, we said three to five days a week. You get to choose, so it's not, you know, okay. wrecking anybody in there. Um, but I only did it for two weeks. Most other people only did it once. And so in my mind, I'm saying, well, you all were saying you wanted to lose weight. You all were saying that you wanted to get healthier. You all were saying it, but nobody wanted to do it. Right. Because we'll make an excuse. Well, I didn't get off till seven. Or, or I didn't get off until we didn't wake up earlier. Yeah. You don't you can't say that to people because you get all kind of looks when you tell people to wake up earlier. <laughs> you know, Kyle knows I'm a, I'm an early riser, so that's my thing to tell anybody. If you don't have enough time in the day, then wake up earlier. Yeah, because I would rather work out in the mornings so than in the evenings. Because by the evening comes, then those excuses become a lot easier to make. Definitely. And just to just to add one thing on that consistency. Um, where it's it's consistently making healthy choices where it's not just movement based. So let's say there is a day where you do work until 7 p.m., right? And you and you you don't have the time. Let's say you didn't wake up early or something like that, and you said you were going to move that day, work out whatever it is, <clears throat> and you you go to sleep by 10, 11 o'clock, whatever that looks like for you. So you get home, you only have four hours, you know. And what if, what if a consistent day to you just looks like, you know what, tonight I'm going to rest. I'm going to spend time with my family and we're going to have a healthy meal. Like you didn't check off the movement box, but is that a healthy day? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a healthy day. And you felt fulfilled. So it's, it's, it's like, it's, there's, there's also times where, where it still should fall under that the fact that you have, you have been healthy, even though let's say you didn't move or work out, right? You, you, you chose, you, you decided to yourself, you know what, my body is super stressed from the day. I don't have the energy to work out. So I'm going to take what little energy I still have left, be with my family, make it a healthy, healthy meal. And that's still an amazing day. You know what I mean? So that, that's where we kind of have to, we have to like change our mindset a little bit because maybe sleep that night is exactly what your body needed so that the next morning 
you can wake up and do that workout like you really want to. No injuries, feeling pretty good, and you had that quality time with your family. So it's like this holistic view of what what a healthy day looks like instead of instead of just dialing in on that fitness. And and coming back to what you said about weight, because I, you know, I, I, I love my grandma to death. And I know that she will never listen to this, so I'm not in danger of her hearing it. <laughs> but a couple Christmases ago, I showed up to Christmas, and she grabbed my stomach and shook it. And it was like, where did that come from? And that, like, threw me. And I think that's why I've been so weight and appearance conscious mm -hmm. is because of that. You know, and then I'm like, I see myself with pictures, you know, I'm this past summer, there was a picture of me wrestling on, uh, here we call it a lily pad. So it's like that big, long foam pad that you can pull behind a boat or a pontoon. Me and my nephew are out there wrestling on it. And I see a picture and I'm like, oh my God, I look huge. And it made me super self-conscious. And I think that's where my like weight, I've never had like weight issues, but I think it's more the aesthetic but I, I think what struck me is like what you said and what Will said, I had a feel good weight. And I know I'm not like super close right now to that feel good weight. I know at my feel good weight, there's not as much pressure on my hips and my knees because that's really where I, my worst is, is from my hip down to my knee. And I know if I were carrying around less weight, that I would do better. And I, and I love what you said to coming back about because I started doing CrossFit because it was fun mm -hmm. like I enjoyed it I enjoyed the community aspect the class like I made a ton of friends there so it was super fun and and I think at some point I got carried away with it with the fitness aspect and the, oh I'm gonna smash myself because that's like a measure you know there's a ton of CrossFit brands that are like live sore or sore forever or sore every day <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to, but I mean, Wilkie can attest to the days where I would go to the gym in the morning at, you know, five. And by the time I got to school at seven, I could barely move because <laughs> my body was so thrashed. But I, I think really, I underestimate, and it struck me that health and fitness and working out can be fun. It doesn't have to be work. So I think that's something I'm going to explore, you know, over the coming weeks of what do I want to do? That's fun. Like I can still push myself and get a good workout in, but it can still be fun. Like it doesn't have to be. And I hope my wife's not above me because she like, she hates it. Like she, she works out four times a week, but she, ha she absolutely hates it. There's nothing fun about it for her. And I wish I could help her find something that was fun. Mm -hmm. But I guess one one question that I, I do have that I know we talked about it the last time, mm -hmm. but how how do you work with people and let's make it specific to teachers, because I know Wilkie brought up and I did, like that guilt and shame piece around prioritizing health, because I know that there's a lot of lip service, especially this year, there's been a lot of lip service to mental health and to fitness and all those things. But I know that even me, I still feel guilt and shame at times about prioritizing my health over the next thing I, I have to do. So how, how do you work with people to kind of overcome that? 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that's going to be a tricky one, especially with just where our society is going, because the reality is, I don't know what your school looks like. We're going to get back in the building and we're going to have the same expectations and we're going to be, we're going to have to be jump right in and, and, and dig another hole. That's just what we do. We just keep digging until the summer. And then we act like we're can somehow refresh after 10 months, but we just keep digging another hole. And it's, 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 it's got, it, unfortunately it's gotta be a selfish choice. Mm. And and we we define it as selfish in, in a negative way, but you know I've I've heard it and I and I saw it a lot during the pandemic where it's like, you know, school school will go on whether you're in there or not. The question is 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 your is your family can your family go on without you? Can can you know who who really who do you really want to be there for and who do you really need to be there for? I love my students. I love my school. Um, but when I'm, when I'm most fulfilled is when I'm with my family and my wife, you know, and, and, you know, Wilkie talked about with this, this days, this repetitive things where it's going through the motions and yeah, we're doing great things for our kids, but I'm guessing during those days of going through school day after school day, you probably weren't present with, with your, with your daughter and your wife and and, and it's, it's viewed as selfish, right? Because people that aren't teachers will say, oh, teachers got to do more, teachers got to do more. But we're, we're human. We're just, we're just people too. And we could walk out and the school, could, the school could fire you or whatever and they'd have to figure it out and you'd have to figure it out and you'd go on with your life. Now, do you still have, do you still have your family and do you still have your health after that? That's the big question. Because if, if you've taken 15, 20 years and you feel like crap and you're at a place where you're like, oh, I, I can't get back to where I want to be and my family's struggling and I haven't been present with them in five, 10 years. And is that, is that where you truly want to be? But I created a kick-ass program. I, maybe you did, you know, you touched a lot of students' lives. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But is it, is it, is it truly what's going to fulfill you? So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a thing where we got to step back and, and ask ourselves, what do we really want in life? And and what we're going to realize and what we're going to, because I, I, I was telling Kyle about this, I, I went part-time two years ago because I was super burnt out and, um, and I'm still a part-time teacher. And the year before I went part-time, um, I made a conscious effort and I was still a math teacher then before I became a health teacher. And I made a conscious effort that I was not going to take time to create any uh, crazy lesson plans. It was like every day we're going to come in, we're going to do some whiteboard work. I'm going to teach a little lesson then we're going to practice. And then at the end, we're going to kind of do some group work every single day. My students didn't realize that they didn't, they, they just came in, came out and moved on. But I also said the only energy I'm really going to put out there when I'm at school is the 90 minutes that I'm with my students. I'm not going to put energy into lesson planning. You know, if you guys want to come and you got to tell me when to be there, I'm not going to wait after school every day anymore. And those students said that I was their best math teacher. And I was like, whoa, y'all step back. Like I haven't, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just being there with you talking about math, you know? And it's like, we, we, we expect that if we keep just putting hours and energy and all these things that, that life is going to just transform, but just be there with your, with your kids and realize what, what makes you happiest. You know, if, if I were to say, if, if I were to tell you right now, 
that you're going to take five hours of energy out of the building and you're going to put it into your family? Do you truly believe that, that your teaching is going to get significantly worse? Hey, everybody. Just want to take a quick break from this episode of the Value Adds Value podcast to just say thank you um, for listening, and for all the support. And if you've listened this far, we would love it if you could hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave a review, or jump over and find us on Instagram at valueaddsvalue at its.will.law.iii and at its Kyle Krieger. Um, we would love to connect with you there learn more about you and how we can help you in your teaching craft and your teaching practice. So find us on Instagram, like, and subscribe, and also take a second to find us on YouTube at value adds value as well. So just a way for us to connect with you, serve you better and help you in this profession that we all love. So thank you. And we'll get back to the episode. I would say no. And then I would also say your kids might realize that you're happier when you walk in the building. You know, you might be sharing more excitement because you're like, hey, I just had an amazing weekend with my family. Now I'm here with you and I'm so excited and I can't wait to be back with my family when we get home. It's like, it's these things that we got to think about. We just keep digging and digging and digging. What's what's truly going to fulfill you? And and hopefully you realize that that you need that health. You need that that energy to do the things you want in life. And then that will change that negative, selfish idea into, you know what, I'm doing this for the people that I love and for who I want to be. And that's going to allow me to be a better teacher in, in the room. Because, you know, just a quick side note, um, that's, that's, that's you being a role model to your students, right? We don't want to teach our kids that I need you to work 60 hours a week and that's how you're going to be successful 60 70 hours a week your family life's going to struggle your health's going to struggle but that's how you be successful we don't want to teach them that mm -hmm. and yet we we are role models to that every single day in the building wow. so that, that that's that's a tricky you know that's 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 a tricky uh situation and you know i i, I want to make sure our listeners really heard what you say can you say that part again <laughs> Say yes. that again for the people in the back. <laughs> we 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 are role models to our students. So when we say, "Hey, I was a sorry guys, I'm really tired this morning. I was at the building until seven o'clock grading your papers." And obviously, we don't say this, but the side notes be like, "Yeah, I didn't really get to spend time with my family, and I had crappy sleep, and I ate a, ate a crappy meal at night. But I'm here for you, ready to go with with about fifty percent of the energy that I probably should have. But I'm here, ready to show up. And like, is that is that the life that we want to show off to our students? You know, we tell we tell our students, <clears throat> follow your passions and 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 be present when you're when you're here. And yet we just drag them down with all this extra stuff that we don't want to be doing. They don't want to be doing. So it's 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 a we got to really look at what we want to want to show off to our kids. Wow. And, you know, it, I always say in my classroom that more is caught than taught. And so when the kids come in and they look, they're they're looking, and you know, my kids know me. I'm Mr. On 100 every day. Like yeah. I am, I am the one that when you come in my classroom, normally I'm either high-fiving, fist bumping, or hugging my kids as they walk in the room. And when that energy is not there, they notice it. Yeah. And it's like when you take a day off of your energy and you're teaching. In their minds, they're saying, well, if my teacher takes a day off like that, then it's okay for me to take a day off. 
you know, it's okay for me to sit here and veg out in a classroom because my teacher's doing the same thing. You know, that's why I hate giving mindless work. Just, I'm tired. So here, let me give you this to just do to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. No, I don't care how I feel. Right. I, I'll, I'll wait till you leave the room and, oh, and, and then fall out on my own and put my face on and get ready for the next group to come in to keep going. Because again, they're watching us. Yeah. And we're, like you say, we're the model of what, what, they, what they're wanting, what we want them to become. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to tell a kid, hey, you know, neglect your, fa- neglect your family. Uh, <laughs> don't do anything that you love. Right. Um, overwork yourself um, and eat really crappy. Yeah. You know, that's your goal in life. No, but we model that over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You know, I, I watch teachers who order takeout every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, cheeseburgers, nachos, and all this stuff. And, and part of me, you know, I'll be sitting in my room with my little peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, and they're like, oh, you want to you wanna order something? That's all you got? This one peanut butter and jelly sandwich will hold me over. I had breakfast. I already got dinner prepared at home. I just needed something just to get me over this little, not starving, you know, this is just a nice little snack for me until I got home. Um, but it's like, you know, you see this over and over, but then you hear the same complaints over and over. Right. You know, my dad used to always say, don't complain about something when you're still doing the same thing. If you don't want to change it, don't complain about it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sticks with me now, you know, it, that most people will complain about things that they wish they could change, not realizing that the only the only catalyst to changing it is you. Mm-hmm. And how how impactful would that be if just I'm, I got a few few quick examples where you walk in and let's say you just gave a math test your last class and the kid's like, oh, did you grade the papers? And you say, you know what? I didn't grade it, but I, I had an amazing night. My family and I cooked a healthy meal and we, we hung out. It's like, what? You, you know? Or... Or like, hey, uh, I saw your email. I saw you've been emailing me at, at seven o'clock every night, but I want you to know that after six o'clock, I no longer check email so that I can, I can really be with my family. Like those types of things where, where that's like, oh, okay. Like he, first off, this teacher is human, but second off, here are some healthy boundaries that we could start to set early, you know? And those would be just so powerful. And, and maybe zero, like one kid will be like, did he just say that? And then check in on that and maybe it blows over 29 students' heads. But mm-hmm. if you say it, if you say it consistently and you start to show them like, yeah, there's, there's healthy boundaries. There's more to life than just what we do in this building and, and the work that you have. And, you know, I just, just like a quick thing with the pandemic, we, uh, with, with all these consistent standards and all this, it was, it was tricky for me, but there were times when I was talking to a student and I can, I have a little more flexibility as a health teacher because it's not a core class, but you know, a student would be like, hey, uh, can I do all this missing work to, to get my grade up or whatever? And I say, you know what? I looked at your grades and, and right now you're struggling with math. Like, just don't worry about my work right now and, and, and do, do this class and take that time. And it's like, you're telling me I shouldn't do your work? I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Maybe come in for a five-minute conversation and we'll talk about what you should have learned and maybe some lessons from that. But you don't need to do that three hours of work. That was, that's just a waste of your time unfortunately and it's like if, if i if if like a parent were to see that i don't know how a parent would react but it was like me trying to give them an opportunity to, for self-care and to, and to prioritize what's truly important right now and you know and i did a similar thing with my students and i had a parent question me about it 
because mm -hmm. I had a student who was missing so much work. Yeah. Because, you know, we were doing, some kids were hybrid. When kids get sick, they had to stay home. And so I tell the kid, he comes to me and he was like, I'm, you know, I see all these missing in the grade books. I said, yeah, I put missing in more time to give you more time to do it. I said, but here's what I did. I said, I put together these videos that if you go watch this eight minute video, there's about four or five questions for you to answer. Watch the video on ratios. Mm -hmm. When you watch this video on ratios, I'll take all the ratio assignments that we did and I'll plug that grade in for all of those. Yeah. Then there's a video on rates with four or five questions. Go watch that, whatever you score on that. Because again, there's no way I can expect you to make up nine, 10, 11 assignments in just one unit. Mm -hmm. When I can give you this remediation where the video is remediation and then I'm checking for understanding at the end. And the parent was like, well, he still says, he, he's saying that you're gonna give him all these, all the grades are gonna be the same grade because it's the same concept. Right. We just did a lot of practice. He don't have time to practice right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> We just need the activity of him doing and so he can understand what he do it, did it. Kid did the work, gave them the final. Kid did better on the final than some kids who had been there all the time. Right. You know, and so I told my team at the end of the, before we left, I said, guys, I'm going to go to this video and we use Ed Puzzle. So I'm going to go to this for my remediation when kids are out. Because again, if they can't get me in the classroom, they can watch this video yeah. instead of giving them meaning, meaningless work mm -hmm. to just say, do this worksheet just because. But if you didn't get the instruction, you can't do the worksheet. So it's like a catch 22. Yeah. And you know, our district is like, post your, post your, post your work on, online, post an assignment, I mean, post a video of what you're teaching. Well, it's kind of hard to do it when I'm teaching. <laughs> yeah. You know, to stop and say, okay, I'm gonna record this portion of my video, because then who's gonna sit there and watch a 20 minute video? Right. No one. You know, so it's like, you gotta start making those adjustments. And I would tell kids, if you're, if you're not missing anything from me, go work on somebody else's assignment. Right. Yeah. Like those last two weeks of school, they were like, Ms. Law, I don't have anything missing. What am I supposed to do? You got something missing in another class? Yes, go do it. Really? No, really, go do it. If you need help with that, I can teach all subjects. I can help yeah. you in reading, science, and social studies. Doesn't matter. If you need help, ask me right now. Yeah. And the kids would, like, to them, that's like mind-blowing that a teacher would give them that option to do it. But again, you got to understand the level of stress that comes with kids when they don't. When we, we, I know I'm stressed when I see a bunch of little missing hexagons in my grade book. <laughs> yeah. It makes me stressed because that means that I got to go grade all of this stuff when it does come in. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine for that kid who's sitting there in not just my class, but in everybody's class, they're missing things. That, 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 that stress is going to prevent you from doing your best. Mm -hmm. You know, which goes back to that functionality piece, that mental health. And I think a lot of people don't take into account their mental health. They're more worried about their aesthetic than their mental. <laughs> right. And you can't get the physical together until you get your mind right. Right. Yeah, or even like how impactful if you were to be like, you know what, you don't have any missing work, take out a book and just enjoy a free read. You know, like the the... The amount of time I've told myself that I'm going to read more is just like every day. I'm just like, I want to, like, I wanted to sit down and read more, but my mind is thinking about all the things I have to do. So it's just like small things. It's just take this time for you. What, do you, what, what makes you happy? 
you know, do something that helps her mm-hmm. fulfill you a little and, bit. And that's something that I've struggled with during the pandemic because I've been at home the whole time is feeling like, you know, hey, I knocked out all my work and it's only 1230. Right. I've got everything I got done, but I should find something else with my teaching practice that I should do when I could get get my workout in. I could listen to a podcast. I could work on our podcast. I could read a book. I could do all of these things. And I think part of my 2021 is going to be to just say, this is the work I got to get done today. When that work is done, I'm going to take this extra time and I'm going to do things that are, are good for me because I know one, one thing that I, you know, I've struggled with in the past and, you know, like you said, expectations. And, and I just, one point to make is like, you know, we've all worked with that teacher that works from six at night until eight. And then we've had that teacher complain to administration that other people aren't doing enough. Mm-hmm. And that teacher somehow shifts the expectation of what the workday is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then there, I mean, and then there becomes a rift between the teachers who do that and the teachers who don't. And and one of the things, like you said, with expectations, especially during the pandemic, like I've told my kids, I grade everything on Mondays. So every Monday afternoon, check your grade to see what's missing. And I've not had one parent complain about it. Okay. And, I, and, and I've told my kids from the jump at four o'clock, I won't check my email again. And I've not had one parent complain about it. So, and I think that's a real struggle in terms of the teaching is, is the not letting, if someone wants to choose to work 14 hours a day, I mean, I can try to advise them that that's not healthy, but I'm not going to be able to stop them, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to. And, and I think like a lot of new teachers, especially when I first started, you felt like as a team player, you had to take on everything that they asked you to take on. Yeah. You had to take on um, all of the different clubs and this and that and the other. And one thing that I've struggled with in the social studies is there's kind of the, the overt expectation that if you teach social studies, you're going to coach too. <laughs> there is that expectation and, and I, other departments being like why isn't that social studies teacher good? like for pe like yeah. if we it definitely you know you got to be a coach if you're a pe teacher well, and and <laughs> I, I and i can't tell you you know where wilkie and i taught or where he still teaches down in houston mm-hmm. a lot of the times when they had coaches who were pe teachers that they wanted to keep they'd shift them over to social studies because that was the <laughs> easiest place to shift them nice <laughs> So, you know, even for me, you know, thinking about going forward in the future, if I were to ever change schools, what happens in an interview when you say like, hey, I, I, I don't want to coach. I, I don't want to spend this amount of time because that family time is super important to me. And, you know, maybe someday it would cost me a potential job, but maybe a principal would be like, yeah, I can, I can respect that. Mm-hmm and do that so i don't like in our campus our principal is like he 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 stresses to get involved in something extracurricular Mm -hmm. just because you get an opportunity to see kids outside of the classroom um i'm not gonna invest the time if i were to coach anything it would be basketball um but i know the tediousness of 
going to scout other teams, of staying after school every day, even though I stay after school every day. Like I do that because, you know, I tutor and I have an after school music uh, and arts club. Those things I'll stay that gives me a different vantage point with a different group of students. I don't think it has to be just athletics, uh, but I think it helps me to learn this special population of students who um, most people don't pay attention to. You know, the kind of, you know, my first year doing it, the kids were like, you know, we're kind of like the misfits. And I was like, that's great. You know, I said, because my whole life I felt like a misfit. You know, um, I was the one who wanted to skateboard over a bicycle. You know, in my neighborhood, what do you want to skateboard for? <laughs> you know, so I forced my mom to get me a bicycle just to fit in. Yeah. But the first thing I did when I got to college was I got me a skateboard. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I want a skateboard. That That's fun to me. You know, that the idea of skating, just I'm not going to put on skates, but I'll get on a skateboard all day long. Um, but it's like the, those group of kids that don't really fit in. They're not athletes. They're not, you know, the, the GT, you know, honors kids. They're just the, our everyday kids who have these amazing gifts and talents that nobody pays attention to. And when I started working with these kids, man, my mind just got blown at the talent. I mean, kids who won't talk in a math class, but is a fluent guitar player. Right. I mean, I'm sitting there watching you do things on a guitar. I'm like, you're 12. <laughs> I can't even do that. I've had my guitar for five years now. I can't even do those things. But I'm just watching this girl close her eyes and get in the zone that's just like, she forgets that everybody's watching her. Right. You know, so it's like, I think seeing kids in that light outside of the classroom is so, so important. Um, but have it as a requirement, you know, I, I think that you you do feel better when you see kids and the kids see you differently because it's like you gave up something for me. Yeah. So my kids know when I give up my time, they're like, I'm like, I don't get paid to do this after school. This is not a paid gig. This is me giving up this for you. I'm missing out on my daughter's time for you. I'm missing out on time with my wife for you. Not to make you feel bad, but for you to understand the investment that I'm making mm -hmm. in this time that we're having right now. And you find, I saw found that those kids appreciated it a whole lot more. They, like I said, that time was well spent. It wasn't just like a waste. Definitely, love that. All right, gents, well, we're, we're getting towards the one hour mark and we know that Carter's got another engagement. So is there any other questions or topics either of you want to knock out here before we sign off for today? I just want to piggyback on something that you said earlier about a selfish choice. I wrote it down. I did too. I did too. <laughs> and, and, and I, and I want to just reiterate to, to our listeners that even if you're on an airplane, they tell you if the if it experienced turbulence and there's a loss of cabin pressure, they say put your mask on first. Put yours on first before you put it on for somebody else. That's not selfish. That's actually selfless. I'm gonna do this so that I can help others. Mm -hmm. And I think when you make that statement, I, I got goosebumps because I immediately started thinking that loss of cabin pressure. How would it be for me to try to hold my breath to try to put a mask on my daughter? or my unconscious wife, or you know, a, a grandmother that's sitting in front who can't reach all the way up. I would be putting myself in jeopardy, so not only would I perish, potentially, but so would they. Mm -hmm. 
So when you made that talked about it being selfish choice that we have to commit that in, I just that 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 struck a nerve for me in a way that I can say enough for me to write it down and you know confirmation because Kyle wrote it down too. So mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. just big shout out for that one. A selfish choice. I love it. Yeah, I I got nothing. I, I love I love this. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. By talking about health with with other teachers and 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 getting past you know the amount of conversation that we talked about actual curriculum and grading and it was not a lot. It was about our health. It was about being present. It was about connecting with our students and having the energy to do that. And then lastly, the thing we talked about was just sharing that our choices are our role models. For our, for our kids so if you want them to do this then we gotta we gotta do it ourselves and really really represent what we what we we see as a fulfilled healthy uh present lifestyle mm. all right so i got that i want to make sure i write that down because that's going to be the title mm -hmm. of the episode our choices our role model for kids or we role model our choices for kids or whatever we would decide to do but so for the dudes out there listening, dudes who are teachers, dudes who are not teachers that are looking um, for some support and guidance on the health journey, Carter, where can they find you? So there's two main places. If you are on Instagram, head on over to at health coach Carter on Instagram to follow my Instagram. Or if you just want to check on the website, go to www.healthcoachcarter.com. And we just put up a quiz. It says, guys, are you on track to be fit by 50 take a quick quiz takes about three to four minutes and it just kind of gives you an idea based off of your current habits and where you're currently at with your health to see if you're actually on track to be that fit and healthy person that you want to be but at the age of 50 so i would definitely check that out on instagram or at my website www.healthcoachcarter.com mm, i love that well will do you want to I think we talked about the final two questions the last time but we'll we'll go over them again just because they're fun so you want to Give them the last two questions, Will. Sure. So I'm going to change this one up a little bit because normally we're talking about students. And since your niche is working with men uh, and, and making sure that they're, they're most fittest and functional, if you could hang up a billboard that every male educator, as he's going through his journey, would be able to connect with see and connect with as he's on his journey, his fitness journey or his life journey, what would that billboard say? It would have to be about the role model thing that we talked about. So how, how would I word this? It would be something like, what, what image of a fulfilled, healthy life do you want your students to see? Um, it'd be, and, and, and it would have to, include the fulfilled part and the being and the being present with them so i don't know the wording but it would just be about what do you want them to see you know if if, if they leave your class and they have a good grade and they, and they let's say math and they learn math that's awesome they can do that in a lot of different places but if they leave and they say oh my gosh here's here's somebody who was connected with me present with me and also portrayed all these healthy lifestyles that i that i can't wait to start implementing in my own life and that's what i want to be as a person not just that's what I want to learn in math. I think that would be so much more impactful. That's awesome. Love it. What would the image, what image do you want them to see? Yeah. 
And I think that goes along with our mission here, you know, the kid, the teacher that students deserve. Mm -hmm. um, and this last one, when it's all said and done, there's no more school bells. There's, you know, there's no more, we've reached our, our pinnacle of fitness and functionality. Uh, there's no one else to train. What do you want your legacy to be? That I was present and able to connect with all of those that were with me. Love it. Mm. Well, buddy, we appreciate the time. And like I said, like I said, when we talked the last time, we'd love to have you on every couple of months to, to just continue to, to, not only bend your ear for ourselves, but to continue to share the work that we're doing because, you know, it is a, I, th I think that space that you're in is one that people need help in. I, I think there are a lot of parts of the male image of fitness and health that need to be redefined and, and changed. So we are thrilled to to have been able to share this with you and hopefully we can you know in a month or two check back with you maybe uh maybe maybe we'll let you do your thing until the end of wrestling but we'll try to catch up uh in march once wrestling is done that sounds great boys good fan thank you for checking out this episode with carter um if you don't follow him already please do go out and get it health coach carter uh on instagram that's also his website make sure you're following him um said we, we just appreciate this conversation to bring health and fitness into a new perspective and really just to remind us that we got to make it a priority especially this year when there's so many um, conflicting priorities and conflicting things going on and um, it's been a struggle a little bit recently with the accusation that teachers don't want to be back in classrooms because they're just trying to be comfortable and they're trying to take it easy and just a lot lots swirling around in our heads these days but we hope you enjoyed this episode um we thank you for helping us get on this journey uh i've almost reached our 300th episode which is a crazy milestone um considering where we started so we appreciate you being here with us and we appreciate your listening share it out subscribe it let us know what we can do better and we will talk to you again soon here on the value as value podcast